Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Episode 603. 603. 603. For all of those that have been asking, my father is recovering very well. He's like the Energizer Bunny. (laughs) Okay? I cannot believe how fast he's progressing. So, But thank you all for your well wishes. Nick Serafini for dropping stuff off at my house, uh, at at my parents' house and everything. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Gun people are truly the best people and. I want to talk about that real quick about there's so many new activists now. So many people have been awakened, which ties right into making sure everybody gets a uh, a firearms ID card. Sandy, hundreds of people a week are coming in here telling me I apply for an FID card for my brother. I apply for one for my sister, my oh, kids. Great. I'm doing this. Please, everybody keep Excellent. doing it. Yeah. Assemblyman Robert Auth, who we're doing a bullets and bagels for in January, he confirmed as well which they can call as a legislator, they can call the state police and ask how many people have firearms ID cards in their legislative district. I want to make this an issue next October going into the November election. I want all of our politicians to go and check their numbers in their legislative district, and I want them to see what the numbers were last year compared to the current year. And I want to scare the shit out of them. So right now it's $50 plus fingerprints. So we're talking less than $135. Let's get everybody to get an FID card in your legislative district. So uh, Assemblyman Robert Auth is going to be coming on the show in a few weeks. Assemblyman Brian Bergen reached out to me, Sandy. He's the one that called Joe Danielson an a-hole. And when was called out on it, he said, I meant to say it. (laughs) And uh, he's also a veteran, so he reached out to me, and he's going to be here this Wednesday, December 14th, from 6 p.m. till 8 p.m., just for a meet-and-greet. Assemblyman Brian Bergen, please show up. Please show up and show your support. Come in for two minutes, shake his hand, and leave, because I'm expecting the 220 parking spots in the parking lot to be completely overflowed. Park at the TD Bank across the street. Park at the Bank of America across the street. I don't care where you park. Park in the car wash next door. Let's show Brian Bergen how many people are out there. Let's take pictures of it and post it on social media and send it to the media, even though they won't print it, but let's send it to Joe Danielson and say, hey, Joe, look at what the gun people can do. So Wednesday, December 14th, 6 6 p.m. till 8 p.m., there is no excuse to not come by and shake this guy's hand who's going to bat for us. Again, they are in the minority, but maybe we can lose a few rhinos and maybe we can wake up or unseat a few Dems next year because unity and activism does work regardless of what people say. 2A activism does work in Trenton. Listen, we get a lot of bills tabled, okay? We get a lot of bills tabled before they come out of committee and before they go into committee. Scott Bach and our lobbyists get a lot of bills modified, believe it or not, considering we're up against the supermajority. We haven't been screwed like California and our Oregon has, and I attribute it to our 
tip of the spear activism, which I'm a part of, 12 years Gun for Hire Radio with you, Sandy, putting the message out, and the growing Second Amendment cadre that is seems to be doubling and tripling right now. Yeah, very would, nice. would, you, would, you, would you agree? I would. So I just think it's phenomenal that we're dealing with this and we have to keep fighting together. The activism does work. It's not only in Trenton. It's educating people. I just had um, a guy named Todd and another older gentleman named named, uh, Al. They just came up from Hamilton, New Jersey to meet me, show their support and buy stuff in the gun store. Okay, And then they told me they donated to ANJRPC. They listen to the show every week. So this is what it's all about. My buddy John Kay, who owns Perform as Designed, he dropped me off a Taylor and Cheese sandwich (laughs) extraordinaire (laughs) on Sunday. Sandy, I don't know where he got it. John, let me know where he got it. There was eight slices of Taylor ham sliced almost paper thin, well done, with cheese on the top and cheese on the bottom. That's a proper balance and combination. So Perform is designed, the mobile gym, I mean, mean, he he slipped that into me because he sees how much weight I'm losing. I think he tried to fat me up a little bit so I'd be his customer. (laughs) <laughs> See, ul- ulterior, ulterior motives. But listen to this. Saturday, I pull into the range, and I get my sensor goes off on my BMW, my X7 BMW. I got a flat tire, back passenger side. So I look. I said, oh, I think I have run flat tires. We'll see what's going on. Two minutes later, this guy walks in the door, Stephen Smith from uh, Motorworks West in Wyckoff, all right, BMW place he's a member of the range he bought one of our nfts and everything uh another two-way activist he's like you got a flat tire out there he gives me his business card he's a bmw alternative dealer in wyckoff he stepped in he's trying to find the tires for me because there's shortages everywhere let's go brandon yeah i will not give a bmw dealership my work for any aftermarket work or tires brakes or anything like that anymore so check out um stephen smith from smith motorworks west on west main street uh, in Wyckoff, because each one reach one. You see how we work together. You see how we support each other. So I'm going to give you another one for support. We all know how tireless uh, J, uh, J Factor has been working, right? So J Factor lives an hour and a half away from Gun for Hire, and him and his three sons are all members of Gun for Hire. It's amazing. And they come up here all the time. Not now as kids are busy, extracurricular, ones in military academy and everything. Wife comes up. They they love it here. So, you know, I said he was banned if he doesn't let me know when he's coming up. So uh, earlier last week, he text messaged me. Him and his wife were both on the way up, and they were going to buy carry guns uh, because he has a carry permit now with no restrictions, by the way, which is going to help all of us. Okay? So uh, his wife got a nice gun. And Jay decided he was going to get, I think it was a 43, it was a 43X. And uh, we did the Knicks run on him, which makes it his gun now. He couldn't retract it. And at that point, uh, I told him that uh, myself and Gun for Hire donated that gun to Jay for his tireless efforts in the Second Amendment community. Nice. So, Jay, your money's no good here, (laughs) and you're unbanned. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so support those who support you. Jay and his sons drive an hour and a half to come up here. He supports my range. He supports all of us, and you all know who you are out there. 
Okay, you all know how many people he's helped with those letters. So please support those who support you. I really appreciate it. So, Jay, uh, I'll see you next week when your Knicks is approved. Your nat- your instant Knicks is approved in a week. I, <laughs> I will I will see you. Uh, but yes, the two A activism, contrary to what a lot of people say, does in fact work. I can't believe how many people alert and aware and energized. You know, Sandy and I, we've been the tip of the spear for 12 years offering this clearinghouse of information. I can't believe how many people still don't listen to the show. We had a situation. Patrick came in uh, the the store the other day, and one of my guys told him you couldn't open carry. And I said, no, you can open or conceal carry in New Jersey until the law is changed. Evan Knappen says the, the, the statutes don't differentiate right now, but we implore everybody, please conceal carry. Yeah. New Jersey is too hoplophobic. So I went in the, in the store and corrected all my staff that you can open or conceal, but we frown upon open carry. And uh, a young gentleman came in and said that, well, he just got his carry permit from Passaic County, and the judge told him they have to conceal carry. Well, the judge is giving him his opinion, but that's not the law. And Evan Knappen has confirmed this. It's open or concealed. But always defer on the safe side. So for now, just conceal. And I'll get shit from this. People will be like, oh, Anthony's a bootlegger, a bootlicker on Reddit because he won't let us open carry. <laughs> Listen, do whatever the hell you want. Right. Exactly. Just like I tell people, you can transport loaded magazines, sure. but we frown upon it. Right. Knappen has defended people in court who were busted for for carrying loaded magazines because there was he had a, law, a lawsuit, a criminal case, where the prosecutor argued that since the magazine was part of the gun, the guy was carrying a loaded gun yep all right if you want to pay him 10 or twenty thousand dollar retainer you want to be that test case hey be our guest have at it i'm I'm cool i'm cool with it all right um you you know don't talk to me about it just do what you got to do sure but you're uh, you're an adult yes so but you see this is it so but anyway the guy from Passaic county who shoots in the range who got his carry permit never heard of gun for hire radio wow I didn't know you had a radio show. Where, where is it? Give me some fill. Like three customers turned around. It's on Spotify. It's on Google. This. It's on it's iTunes, everywhere. and it's free. You know, <laughs> all the customers turned around and listened to it. I'm not asking for anything. Just listen to it. Spread the wealth. Spread the knowledge. Spread the information. It's free it, information. Our our politicians prey on the low information yep. voters. Yes, the less do. we know, the more they can rape us. That's right. And the more we'll keep voting for them. That's the problem. So this guy, Michael O, comes in the other day. He's totally disgusted. He's totally disgusted because uh, he wrote, this is his letter he wrote, regarding Assembly Bill 4769. He goes, uh... Dear veterans, you have honorably defended this country and the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. This was an oath you took that has no expiration date. The current New Jersey legislator is voting to trample on your Second Amendment rights in addition to extorting you financially. The following fees associated with firearm ownership were passed. Uh, well, we're gonna are gonna pass. Please remember this when you vote for the elected officials and how they don't represent you, but your own financial but their own financial interest firearms id card is going to increase 1150 percent permit to purchase a handgun will increase 900 percent amazing in addition to these obnoxious fee increases the bill was written with much ambiguity that any legal law-abiding citizen can intentionally unintentionally walk past or step on the wrong side of the street and be a prison for violations up to 10 years and $150,000. The bill is specifically written to be a revenue-producing law as it specifically states 
increasing new crimes of the second and third degree. The bill could potentially generate increased reoccurring state revenue gains, and this was directly quoted from their fiscal e- estimates, okay? And, the you know, all the senators are gonna, that voted on it in committee. This was from Michael O. from Bergen County, by the way. Listen, it's not only revenue raising. It's also to lock us up. Yeah. And throw mm-hmm. away the key. Right. That's that's what they want. They want to scare the hell out of us. So Make we sure don't nobody ever exercises can't. their right. Correct. You know, and there's a lot going on on Reddit. Even though Reddit, oh my God, is it so full of haters because it's so anonymous. You know. Yeah. I I read. I don't really post that much because I get beat up all the time because I'm a bootlicker. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Says. Uh, you know, uh, 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 Calico Kitten 814. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Where did you pull that out of? I have no Calico idea. Kitten. Okay, so... Okay, so let's another letter here. So Joe Laporto, who's uh, who's active, and uh, Brad Hedrick are active on Reddit. They're trying to get it to grow. Good luck, gentlemen. Good luck. Joe Laporto talked about something at the Senate uh, committee hearing. He goes, he goes. I think there was a minor detail in the closing statements that is worth noting. Senator Sarlo made a comment that he likes the severability of this bill. Translation. The Senate knows substantial portions of this bill will be struck down, but basically it's no big deal because those unconstitutional provisions can be individually enjoined and excised without invalidating the entire law. It is a confession that they know that a substantial portion of the entire law is blatantly unconstitutional. So much for that oath they swore when they took office. It's hard to say how the litigation phase of this will shape up, but the legislative record here is damning, and this is just one more little brick in that wall. Thank you for pointing that out, Joe Laporto, by the way, because they know a lot of it is going to be automatically unconstitutional, but they have that severability, and that's done in a lot of bills. I also want to tell you another thing, that many, 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 uh, of the uh, all the people who voted no, all the Republicans uh, that voted no, uh, they uh, they all gave a reason why they were voting no. All of the Democrats that voted yes gave no reason. Sarlo made a quick statement because he's the chairman of this committee, and uh, he uh, he 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 said that the reason none of them gave any statements is they didn't want to do like McKeon or Danielson did, where they open their mouth and it's going to be used against them. In the courts, that's what happened. You, you understand? Because they're they're all mouth breather, breathers. Yeah, they're all much. low yeah. information, room temperature, yeah. IQ yeah. Uh, Neanderthals, basically, who are doing this because they're they're hoping Murphy will throw them something when he becomes president. <coughs> uh, yeah. Like well, you know, yeah. we do have a a a, a cantaloupe uh, for uh, president right now, so. It's possible. True, Murphy. Murphy had a minor medical procedure. He uh, he turned the reins over to Lieutenant Governor for a day. They won't say what the procedure is, but he's running for president. My my bet is that he's had uh, presidential veneers installed, or, and he probably uh, went to a vet a to have lift. it done. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> <laughs> the only governor running for president that can eat an entire apple through a chain link fence. That's right. Absolutely. Now that's a, a skill like anything else. That's right. 
<laughs> yes. So you guys all think I'm right. Nobody, none of the Democrats in the Senate, uh, in the Senate committee said one thing because they know it would be used against them because they're going to say something racist, sexist, misogynist, classist, or unconstitutional because they're morons, okay? They are morons. Uh, Ryan Kane, let's talk about Ryan Kane. He also uh, talked about something online. He wrote, what an expected disappointment, but something striking to note. None of the people that voted yes for this bill had the courage to say why or they were they were voting this way. OK, this is what I had just discussed. Right. But he knows uh, the same thing. He agrees with me that he knows that, uh, you know, that it's going to bite them in their asses. And he posted the same thing I did. So, Ryan, great minds think alike. I wanted everybody to understand that. And uh, Sarlo, he's no friend of ours either. And a lot of these politicians, by the way, own guns. I had some other politicians oh, confirm yeah. that. Now, yeah, I will be having uh, <clears throat> Rob Assemblyman Auth, Assemblyman Bergen on the show and some other pro uh, 2A assembly persons on uh, soon, Sandy, you and I. And uh, then we'll probably have some state senators on, but I'm not inviting any of the state senators because I want to see how they defend us when it's on the open floor for mm-hmm. the full Senate vote in the next week or two. Yeah, that I want to see who is the silent rhino. Yep. And I want to see who's going on the record totally against this. So I shall wait before we talk to them. And then we'll decide where we're going to go. From because there. we have but, been bitten in the ass for from years uh, past. Listen, I get that you have to be a rhino to win in New Jersey. I get it. Do you understand? I get that we have to be we have to be a rhino. I know that all of you guys out there like RJ Bermudez and stuff. We are not going to get a fiscally no. constitutional conservative governor. Forget you live it. in a shithole. Yes, we're going to get somebody <laughs> like Christie. That's the way it's always going to be. Right. Exactly. We're, we're going to get somebody like Christie, whether you like it or not. Right. But I ask you all right now, I talked about this last week. Would you rather Christie or Murphy for the next eight years? Yeah. Okay. That's and so, so when yeah. Robert Auth comes on, he's going to give us some secrets on how we can win the next election, by the way. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be very, very, uh, very good for us. Uh, what do I have here now? So, uh, Trevor Frigno also gave testimony. And he went up and he objected. You know, he said, my name is Trevor Frigno. I'm an accountant, competitive shooter, a range safety officer, an independent candidate for Congress this past November. And he wrote, you know, um, he goes, if you have come here today being told how to vote on this bill, that is not an honest deliberation. It's despotism, which is true. Mm -hmm. Murphy's telling them how to vote. They all work for him. That's why we had, uh, he was executive uh, orders uh, and emergency orders in the state of New Jersey for two and a half years because none of these Democrats have any stones. Right. They just bow to him. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no three branches of government in the state of New Jersey. Okay. I personally know the judiciary branch has been fighting against the executive branch for a while now on some issues. I can't discuss them but they're trying to stand up but the executive branch is trying to muscle them too okay so uh trevor said as lawmakers you're responsible for drafting and enacting effective legislation instead of a bill that makes carry impractical and impossible restricting it in every public place in new jersey the community at large would support a bill that restricts carry in historically sensitive areas like government buildings and schools. They would support a bill that restricts carry in places where metal detectors and security checkpoints are used to reduce the prevalence of weapons, like where all of our lawmakers work. 
They would support a bill that sets a zero-tolerance standard of a 0.0% uh, while carrying, that there was going to be a problem. These practical and effective provisions would empower the Second Amendment, allow people to defend their lives from criminal threats, and mitigate unsafe use of legal firearms in our community. Senate President Skateri stated on December 1st interview, I was personally involved in getting law enforcement to not only back the bill, but to testify in favor of the permit restriction bill. And that is what is essentially our, uh, what we're passing. In that same interview, he said, I thought it was an extraordinarily important uh, act to have law enforcement saying to the public, this is a good bill. This is good for public safety. Yeah, he bent their arm to do it yep. because he carved them out, because <clears throat> we created tiers. The attorney generals carved out. Our politicians don't don't have to go to the local police department with this bill. They have to go to the superintendent. Who's the superintendent? The state police. They're gonna they're carving themselves out yep. already. That's okay? Right. That's right. General law enforcement did not enforce this bill. And then our guys, Oprah requested all the people that voted in favor or against this and we got all the law enforcement people that voted uh, for this it's horrible so trevor went on and, and again, on and they, on. they're doing it because they have to save their pensions and they have to you know have families to raise and everything else and they're threatened by the politicians who are strong-arming them this is correct it's not a a, a a democratic republic anymore correct here's another one uh, trevor went on basically and said um you know, the bill seeks to impose the exact conditions that existed prior to the Bruin decision. It utilizes a three-tier deterrent structure to do so. Hmm, where'd you learn that, Trevor? That's mm. why I love you. The first is financial exclusion by increasing the cost of fees over a thousand percent. Imposes additional requirements for training that will be increased at, that can be increased at any time, mm-hmm. and forces carry holders to obtain insurance that is restricted for sale in New Jersey by the Division of Banking and Insurance. And it was also pushed out through an executive order by Governor Murphy. Second, it imposes five additional steps which an applicant must complete, requiring them to take time from work, spend additional yep. costs not paid to the state, imposes additional travel costs and scheduling delays, PD interview, fingerprinting, qualifications tests, notarized documents, photo sessions. Third, after demonstrating they have the financial needs and luxury of available time to comply with these prior items, this bill then reduces their permit to carry to absolute impracticality and impossibility. It does so by making every place in New Jersey a sensitive place where firearms are not permitted, causing law-abiding citizens to become soft targets to would-be criminal offenders. It creates unsafe public display of firearms by requiring permit holders to retire their firearms from the trunk of their vehicles in plain view, exposing them to would-be criminals seeking to steal their firearms, possible attack by private citizens who may think there's an active shooter situation, are unnecessary unnecessary police encounters with false 911 calls, putting our officers at risk while they speed through towns to get on some scene as quick as possible. We all know the story patrolman uh, Vince Brock of Paramus PD who died in a cruiser accident. But Sandy, for the, for the people that, are, that say that two-way activism doesn't work, doesn't work in Trenton or anything, right? I want you to just, I want to close the statement for Trevor Frigno here and the people that we're passing the baton to now. Look at the quality of people going down and, and testifying for us, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel good approaching yeah. 62 years old that for the past 
30 years and for the past 12 years with Gun For Hire Radio and the range and everything that we're building this uh, beneath us, right? So I, I went over all of this and, you know, as you, and so Trevor's closing was, as you can see, this bill imposes an extreme amount of cost, logistics, and potential risk to citizens and officers while attempting to prevent a hypothetical belief that law-abiding citizens will somehow become homicidal maniacs while simultaneously doing nothing to reduce actual criminals who actually possess illegal firearms to actually commit actual crimes against <laughs> our store owners and residents. It's so true. They know exactly what they're doing. Do not believe they're stupid. Trying to educate them will not work. The only thing we can hurt them at is the ballot box, ladies and gentlemen. That's the only thing we can do. Let's find some weak candidates, and next year let's focus on them. Uh, Assemblyman Robert Auth sent me some great stuff about this, and we're going to be talking about it when he is on the show. Uh, because uh, I believe we can definitely, uh, you know, if Senator Ed Durr, Ed the Trucker could do it, I believe we could do it again. Yeah. Uh, I really, really do. We could believe we have the potential, especially now, doubling and tripling the amount of firearms owners. All of these people that spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get their carry permits now in two weeks, that it's not going to be good anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay? <laughs> uh, I don't think they're going to be happy. Right. I, I don't think they're going to be happy. Now, remember, when you're sending your objections to the Senate, uh, the full Senate now from the NRA, ILA, ANGRPC blog, everyone you send, send another one to the Senate president, Nicholas Scatiri, because he is go the one who has to put it up for vote Yeah, right. as the Senate president. Now, I'm sure he made a deal with Murphy already. Okay, he's probably going to get a cabinet position. He's probably going to be the interior secretary of Uranus. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Joe Danielson's going to have that. Yeah, job. he's got that. He's going to go from right? the solid waste management <laughs> from being a poop sorter. Right. He's going to be the uh, interior secretary of Uranus. Picking the corn out. Yeah. But Nicholas Scatiri is <laughs> going to get some other job, like an ambassadorship job to Mugambwe or something like that. Yeah, probably. You, you know, you yeah, know what exactly I mean? Exactly right. Another, another so no good. show. Yeah. Another whatever. No show, big ticket. Uh, you know. Full pension for life job. <laughs> <clears throat> So yeah, this is this is the crap that we have to deal with uh, twenty four seven in our lives all the time, and uh, it never ends. No, right? It, doesn't. it never the, ends. It's it's as old as time itself. Yeah. How much time do we have? We um, we're closing in on our break, so why don't we just uh, take care of the housekeeping now? Good. I got some good housekeeping. Right. Marty's V-Burger. Marty's V-Burger.com. Uh, order it online if you want. Uh, he's also in Queens now. He's doing a, a, a kitchen in Queens. Yes. Uh, so go to Marty's V-Burger.com and get the information, please. Marty's V-Burger.com. Marty just started following me on Twitter. My Twitter is Calandro, number two, letter A. Calandro, number two, letter A. Start following me because Elon Musk is doing wonderful things right now hopefully he doesn't get suicided okay yeah right. listen to me uh if you live in f the 49 states not new york you need u.s law shield u.s law shield.com mention gun for 
hire one word to get a massive discount. If you live in New York, anywhere in New York, you need NYTACdefense.com. NYTAC Defense. Mention gun for hire one word and you will get a 10% discount off the monthly uh, membership. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino is available on Amazon here and Kindle. Do not forget to check out QuarantineCrawl.com. Over 352 2A, uh, pro 2A businesses, products, and services. My doctor has been getting more and more patients. I can't wait till he hits the 250 and closes it out. Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Optimal Health Wellness NJ.com. Dr. Joe Sambatero. For a couple of hundred dollars a month, you will have concierge medicine, ladies and gentlemen. My man, Tony Gallo, Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. For more info, visit lakeis.org, lakeis.org. If you're in Scotch Plains area, Zen Float Center, ask for Sharon Decker, zenfloatcenter.com. Dan Schmutter is still looking for plaintiffs. Before, I'm in the gun store, and this young gentleman, Patrick, comes up to me and goes, I'm in the healthcare industry. I hear you're looking for plaintiffs. I will do whatever's necessary. I just got my carry permit from Essex County. Tell me what to do. And the kid is about 28 years old, okay? That makes me proud. Does activism work? Yes, it does. Now we're getting the youngsters coming out and willing to sign their name onto something. So... Dan is looking for anybody in the medical profession with a carry, someone who has a carry that goes to the racetrack, <clears throat> Rich Ford, bread truck, someone who lives in an apartment, theirs or their parents who has not applied for a pistol permit or FID card yet. Anybody who goes to a house of worship, especially if there's a school attached uh, or, or a daycare center, anybody whose kids are in a junior rifle team, anybody who takes mass transit and has a carry permit, anyone with a permit who frequents a business or some sort of strip mall uh, or other multi-tenant property that uh, also has daycare or nursery of sorts on the property, please email strikeforce at anjrpc.org. Strikeforce at anjrpc.org. Brian Bergen will be here Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Please come out and show your support. Everybody get it. Make sure you get all your friends, families, loved ones, co-workers, FID cards. Get them in here and get them decoding firearms and get them a copy of Crime Proof. Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game, by the way. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people were emotionally attacked to uh, Matt and his whole NFT speech and talking about his brother James uh, last week. And uh, Matt, you did a great job. Uh, tons of people came in and tell him, told him, Sandy, he didn't screw up. <laughs> <laughs> he did have someone outside his door yakking while he was talking. But Yes, uh, that was Eric K. We are on Discord. Don't ask me how to do it. We are on Discord. I'm on Discord too, but I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, it's gunforhirenft.com, gunforhirenft.com. It's running all through the holidays. 
Uh, you can buy one. You might win the crawling soldier one, the army guy, so to speak. Uh, don't forget, Max Michelle is going to be here. He's a seven-time world speed shooting champion. A custom gun was made for us. We are going to be offering all kinds of stuff with the SIG Academy. This is you're not just buying a piece of digital artwork, okay? You're right. not buying right. it's. This is not crap. You're buying into something. And so many people are spending the five hundred bucks. Guy came in the other day. He's like, I bought one for my uh, kid, but I don't even know how. It works i'm like beautiful because i'm just learning too but just go check out gun for hire nft uh, dot com please excuse me my nose is clogged and and check it out and i just think it's a, a it's a wonderful thing for us all to get into um to see uh you know to see how this whole thing works again you don't need crypto you can use a credit card to buy it okay and it's almost like you're getting all these benefits and then the nft is just thrown in correct so, uh, by the way, Philadelphia now, uh, bodegas and gas stations are starting to hire uh, heavily armed security to patrol their Gee, businesses. Why is that? Because the police can't do their job. Prosecutors won't let the police do the job. And judges aren't allowed to do their job if they're even allowed to do the job because legislators have taken the judges out of the mix. Yeah, it is a problem. It's a problem everywhere. Are we third world country yet? Uh, we're getting damn close. We're third world country. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're third world country. Just, just caught a guy that admitted to robbing uh, 13 armed robberies in New Jersey in the past couple of months, and he basically say, faces six months in prison. That's just incredible. Yeah. I got two letters. Then I want to talk about Snaggletooth real quick, and then I want to do some <laughs> learning stuff. Okay. Um, Phoebe sent me this letter from somebody. He goes, hi, Anthony. I thought you'd like to hear about this. Oh, a CB sent me this. I had a gentleman come in yesterday to get his application notarized. He lives in Somerset County and actually found Gun For Hire on TikTok. Yes, I have a TikTok account. I'm working on my OnlyFans account. I just got to lose like 15 more pounds. Uh, <laughs> who just threw up in their mouth a little bit. <laughs> he scrolled upon a video of you talking about New Jersey carry, and he had to qual at Gun For Hire. He had to. He drove an hour or so to qualify. And his apps were wrong. I told him how to fix them, and he said he could go and 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 said he could go anywhere to have them notarized. I got an email from him today saying he went to Chase Bank. Chase has a company policy that they will not notarize firearms documents. He filed a discrimination complaint with corporate. He asked me to pass this along. Have a great rest of your night, Phoebe. Could you imagine that? They won't do anything firearms related. Okay. Hi, I'm starting a company called uh, Groomers Are Us. Our pedophilia is good. I need this notarized. No sir, no problem, sir. No charge. I'd also like to sign up to be a member. Oh, firearms related? Gun training? Oh, no. Sorry. We won't do that. You're in the violence industry. This is what us gun people are up against every day, especially us in the gun industry. Okay? Horrible, horrible, horrible. Keep fighting, sir. Uh, stop by your place for the first time. Got ammo in a new holster. You nailed it. The guys there are very friendly. We have females, too. I walked in with my youngest daughter, and we were greeted and directed to the store immediately. From there, one of the guys asked immediately if he could help. Very friendly and knowledgeable. I was very impressed. You've got a lifetime customer, Michael H. Thank you, Michael. Although I might meet you and screw it up, but hopefully you're a lifetime customer. This last, last letter from Scott S., 
Good morning. I just wanted to say thank you for guiding me on the right path. From before getting my ID card, I've been listening to your radio show. The knowledge I've gained is sure to keep me in the know. Joined every 2 organization that has a stake in New Jersey as well as New York. I applied for my carry permit, and it's on a judge's desk. 60 days plus, but I'm optimistic. My wife and son now have ID cards Bravo. And my wife just got her first handgun. Super bravo. So speaking with the wife, we decided to support the cause further by participating in your NFT program. And luck would have it. I got the crawling soldier and she got the tank. Oh, they bought two of them. I'm super excited to become one of the gun for hire family. Please keep doing what you do. I look forward to meeting you in the future. Oh, below was my letter to our senators I sent, Scott S. Scott, thank you so much for that. We appreciate you uh, and your support. Sandy, I get nonstop stuff like this every day. Um, it's, it's a wonderful thing. You know, Governor, Governor Murphy, I don't know if you've ever heard of this woman, Julie, um, Julie Roginsky. Have you ever heard of her, Julie Roginsky? No, R-O-J, I haven't. No. R-O-G-I-N-S-K-Y. So this is the deal. This Julie Roginsky, I'm going to talk about her. Uh, she's going after Governor Murphy right now. Uh, Murphy is the chief villain in this, all right, and it inspired her. It is purely because of the horror I lived through at Phil Murphy's hands that I was inspired to make sure not one more person would go through what I went through. Rosinski was present at the birth of Murphy's political life. The first person he hired, a woman who knew everything in New Jersey politics and spent years introducing Murphy to the power brokers he'd need to win. This is before he moved from Massachusetts. He hired her, and she introduced him and worked with Cory Booker, Frank Lautenberg, John Corzine, and other countless Democrat power brokers. She knew the landscape and the, outsi- uh, and the outsider from Goldman Sachs needed her to build a strategy and a campaign team and to vouch for him. But it all went sour July 17th, four months before the 17 election, when Wojcicki pulled Murphy aside and told him that he had a problem, that most of the men in his campaign were harassing the women and creating the most toxic atmosphere she ever witnessed, and pointing first at campaign manager Brendan Gill, who she accused of screaming the C word at her. (laughs) Okay. Rajinsky told Murphy that several other women on the campaign were coming to her in distress with similar complaints, and if the governor would agree to protect them, she would give him the details and names, she says. Two days later, Murphy fired her. (laughs) The next day, Murphy's lawyer called to remind her that she was bound by a gag order. The rest is history. Several women came forward, some anonymously, with stories of temper tantrums and thrown chairs, pornographic pictures and jokes, talks of strip clubs during meetings, and in one case, with an unwelcome stroke of her thigh. Oh. You know, these are the people that accuse us of this. Yeah. Well, this is is the M.O., isn't it? They always accuse you of what they are doing at the same time. Correct. So in public, Murphy said Rajinsky and other women were free to talk, but at the same time, campaign lawyers sent all the women emails warning them to keep quiet. Some women quit in protest, claiming retaliation over their complaints. Then it got worse. Katie Brennan, we know about her, a campaign volunteer charged that a senior campaign official, Al Alvarez, who no one in the Murphy campaign knows who hired him. This went to court because she said he was she was raped by him. No one in the Murphy campaign know who hired this guy for like two hundred thousand dollars a year. 
After a deeply flawed investigation, prosecutors decided not to press charges, of course, but the legislature, which was led by, uh, what's her name that was on the show, Loretta Weinberg, Mm. held hearings that exposed all of this and led to a series of reforms that Murphy signed with a gun to his head. Oh, how apropos. Meanwhile, Murphy's allies in his press office went on the attack, spreading rumors that Rajinsky mishandled money and secretly worked against Murphy. Charges that never supported with, that were supported with a scintilla of evidence. Clients of Rajinsky's consulting firm pressed her to quiet down, concerned that her conflict with Murphy would damage her interest. Instead, she abandoned her consulting business and dove into advocacy full time, taking a big financial hit. Murphy's behavior is the pure definition of retaliation, okay? So she is going after him now, and everybody thinks this is going to prevent him from any chance for a presidential or vice presidential nominee, even though he wasn't going to get it anyway. Yeah, that's true. Right? Let's face it. So this woman's a big power broker. She used to be on Fox News all the time and she uh, she's on uh, the Stephen Adubato show all the time. She's the liberal and they have a conservative on. They do a newspaper article on uh, NJ.com or The Record or something. She has a consulting firm. She's a huge New Jersey, born and raised here, power broker. Murphy screwed with the wrong woman, okay? This is the Me Too governor and treat everybody <laughs> equal and there's 97 genders. By the way, I found this out today this is something i thought of the richer the country the more genders we can afford yeah that's true yeah right mm-hmm. yeah we're up to true. 97 i think yeah. right now because we're so rich you don't really have these problems in sub-saharan africa no i got this beautiful gift in a letter from uh, sonia and will rivera hi anthony saw this little gadget and thought of you something that doesn't require a carry permit uh we have to come to the range several times to shoot and we also just recently purchased a couple of guns from your gun store which came out great by the way we are also huge fans of the podcast and crime proof just a little something to say thank you sonia and will rivera sandy you can't see it but it's a goat gun it's an ar-15 miniature toy so i'm going to actually donate it in toys for tots by the way and by the way we have four boxes here for toys for tots you have until december 21st ladies and gentlemen bring unwrapped gifts for any child we have four boxes here we have a warehouse full of toys it's filling up left and right please 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 i want you all to donate to toys for tots or your band bitches was that blunt was uh that was typical So listen to this. John Acapinti is a platinum member here. He owns Field of Dreams Landscaping. He's the landscaper, snowplow, maintenance guy in my building here. He also recruited me for Latip Paramus. I'm a Latip member. We meet every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Now, what is that? Uh, It's a a networking group. We meet every Wednesday. We give each other tips, inside and outside tips. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sandy, I got a lead for you, and you know you got a lead for me, and oh, okay. you know we vouch for each other. It's very, very lucrative. It's it's very good to be a part of. Nice. So uh, John is taking every class here. He's an instructor. John Jr. is an instructor. His whole family—they've all bought guns here. He's he's probably he's um, top five customers. I have about five that are about neck and neck. I don't want to say who's number one because then I'll piss everybody else off. But he's one of my top five customers, and a family member. Uh, he bought Crime Proof for everybody. He bought classes for all his kids. He just uh, bought stun guns, and Tony's going to be teaching them a stun gun class just for his family, all the females in his family. His two daughters uh, were leaving the mall, uh, Garden State, big mall if you're not from New Jersey. It's, it's a monster. 
And his two younger daughters, like 21 and 23, were leaving the mall, and one of them sensed they were being followed, the older one. And they were walking out of the parking lot, and she went to the other sister. She says, I think we're being followed. The minute we get close to the car, I'm going to hit the alarm of the car, and we're both going to hopefully hightail it in the car as soon as possible. They both have mace at their disposal and everything. It's not in the bottom of their purses or anything, right? So as soon as they got close to the car, she hit the car's alarm, and the two gentlemen that were following them broke off and started going in the other direction. Coincidence? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. They got in the car. They locked the doors, started the car up, pulled away, and then they were safe, made sure nobody was following them, and they went home. And I highly doubt either of them were gentlemen. No, they were not gentlemen. So, you know, we talk about condition yellow all the time. I can't, I can't stress enough how impressed I am that a 21 and 23-year-old would maul on yeah. the mind. Yep, yep. Were actually able to maintain condition yellow. Yeah, yeah. All right. I am thoroughly impressed. John, when you listen to the show, when they come in for the stun gun class, I want to talk to both of them because I need to learn how they kept that mindset maybe for my next book that I write. Okay? Because this is important. You need to share this story with all of your children and your loved ones and your wives and your moms and everything. To be able to break out of Condition White while leaving a mall three weeks before Christmas and sense, trust, Sandy, we talk about normalcy bias all the time, right? Yep. So one of those girls had a feeling that they were being followed, whether it was or not. Now, a lot of people would not have pressed the alarm on that car because they wouldn't want to make a scene. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't want to embarrass themselves. And you end up in the trunk of a car. Yes, exactly. Okay? So she broke out of that, and the two of them did that. And, you know, I don't know the dynamic. I don't know what happened. Sometimes one of the other sisters might have been saying, ah, you're crazy or whatever. But wouldn't it, isn't it better to be safe than sorry? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it proves it, was, it, it doesn't it? It's safe to, better safe than sorry, right? And that is what we want. That is what we want. Better safe than sorry. So now, I want to commend you all. So, John, Field of Dreams Landscaping, unbelievable. I'm blown away. I'm very proud of your daughters. Uh, seriously, we can all learn from this. And uh, that's what's our, what's our most important weapon? What's our most important tool, Sandy? Our mind. Our mind, our brain, okay? Yeah. All the guns in the world wouldn't help those girls or mace that's or right. stun guns or tasers or knives or tactical pens if they weren't walking around in condition yellow. Right. So Lou Moff sent me this one. How about Baltimore? You know, it's so crime-free right now in Baltimore that <laughs> scum are carjacking Uber and Lyft drivers. Of course. And wait a minute. They're, they're summoning an Uber. Right. And then they're carjacking the Uber. And then they're picking passengers up that are in that Uber's queue and robbing them. Oh, that's great. So now, can't Uber track this through the app? Oh, yeah, but what if you're carjacked? What if you're knocked out? They don't know you're carjacked. Right. Yeah, okay. So the Uber driver pulls up. I hit him in the head with a bat. I throw him in a parking lot. I jump in the seat. <laughs> yeah, I know. say ride complete, and I pick the next ride that comes up on the phone. Right. And I pull up, and Mary gets in the car. Yeah. And now I can rob her or rape her. That's a, that's I need more data on this. I need people to research this. Anybody who's an Uber or Lyft driver, anybody that does rideshare stuff on the side, I need input to teach 
our loved ones, please. Yeah, anybody right. who you know or who has firsthand you, experience. Firsthand experience. How do we prevent this? Please, I I don't know. Okay, I don't know. By the way, John Petrolino interviewed Matt for the NFT. I think it's going to be either an ammo land or bearing arms about Excellent. our NFT Wonderful. and yeah. our partnership with Sig Sauer and the custom three twenty gun. How cool is that? Love John. How much time do we have? We've got about uh, 15 minutes, 14 oh minutes. Oh, my God. we got so much time. We do. All right. Let's talk about this scam. We'll talk about the elderly all the time, right? I'm dealing with my parents right now. I'm helping them out because my father is the driver. My mother doesn't drive. Yeah. And dealing with my mom is like pulling a mule up a ladder. <laughs> oh, I kid you not. It's like pulling a mule up a ladder. While it's so, on fire. Yeah. So there's scammers that are going on. And I read this article in the Wall Street Journal by Dalvin Brown, which I thought was very good. Okay. And, you know, it's always a good time to tighten our defenses against swindlers. And the holiday seasons are even better because uh, uh, people are susceptible and leave themselves open for scams. But the first thing is, and we all know it's tough dealing with parents. So this Dalvin Brown wrote an article. Eight questions to ask your parents and yourself to keep their phones safe from hackers. Okay? People over 60 lose a lot of money to phone scams. Some simple steps can make them more secure. Now, the biggest problem we have is when we are trying to help our elderly parents to make something more safe or secure, who is the biggest deterrent from helping them? them they are yeah they don't want to be helped no they don't i know what i'm doing right shut up to, it's it's <laughs> it's emasculating to tell your elderly dad or mom that you're going to teach them something now to make yeah, them safer exactly. considering they, that was their job yeah and now the role is reversing and they don't want to hear it and we tend to be condescending when we do it even if we're not condescending, they construe it as we're being condescending course, yeah. and the, and then the fight is on right of course right? it is <laughs> It sucks. It totally sucks. So let's let's read this article, which I read a couple of times. Scammers have a lot of opportunities to bilk people during the holiday season. How do we make sure they aren't tricking someone you love, particularly someone who is especially vulnerable to scams? While swindlers would target people of all ages, Americans have become the favored mark. Adults 60 and over lose the most money to fraud each year, and phone scams do the most financial damage. So it is vital to make sure your older family members know how to keep their phones safe. The best way to start is by looking in the mirror. <laughs> Figure out what security steps you take or should take with your own phone and how you can protect yourself better and then help your relatives tighten up their defenses. Remember, age might make some people more susceptible to these risks, but anybody can miss key security strategies and criminals will check your age before they hack you. The holiday season with its heightened spending and tension is a prime time to think about smartphone fraud. Uh, around this time, emotions run high ads and that's exactly what scammers want. They want an emotional response because that causes you to overlook something or make a bad decision. So, how do you make sure your relatives are safe as possible from hackers? You don't want to be condescending. Sandy, didn't you just say that? Yep. 
<laughs> Instead, talk to them about their concerns. I'm just talking from personal experience. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but talk to them about their concerns and yours, and during the discussion, make sure to ask them the following questions. Number one, is your phone password protected? My mother, I don't have a password because I keep forgetting it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. There's alternatives. There's fingerprint readings. There's face ID or whatever. But you'd be surprised how many seniors don't lock their devices because of the inconvenience. I know of two parents that don't lock their devices because of the inconvenience. Okay. I'm going to try to address that this weekend. I'm going to let you guys know how it goes next week. If I'm alive, I will report it on Gun for High Radio 604. But I might... <laughs> I might just jump off their balcony. This could be could be a thing. <laughs> All right, here's a one I know that never happens. Do your elderly relatives update their phone's software? Software smartphone uh, software up, not, yeah. updates often include security patches to close loopholes that are potentially accessible to hackers. Third-party apps send these uh, types of changes, too. Make sure your loved ones and you know how to update their smartphone's operating system and apps when prompted and show them where to find and download the updates in their setting. Or better yet, when you go over Just once a week, it. say, let me have your phone. Yeah, right. Okay, there's always security goodies Im embedded in these updates. You know, it's funny, Sandy. When I update apps, I never think of security updates. I'm always thinking, ooh, what new thing? What new shit? Yeah, what can, what can we right? do now? Yeah. What new, what new thing is, 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 is being updated on this? I never think about that. Yeah. So um, also remember that apps frequently offer multi-factor authentication, providing more security. You know no old person is going with multi-factor authentication. <laughs> I hate it. I'm 61 years old. Yeah, I but use Scott, it, but I hate it. Scott, Mr. IT here, I'm uh, not allowed to have any device without multi-factor sure. authentication because yeah. we can't get, you know, hacked here. Right. But so <laughs> it's going to be interesting uh, in ass, to address but... that. Yeah, I might not be here for show 604, yeah, by the way. Uh, do you... <laughs> you might even be in jail. <laughs> yeah. Do you have spam filter set up? Turning on spam protection software can prevent your loved ones from falling prey to phone scams. Apple devices running iOS 13 and later and Android device phones running Android 6.0 or later can automatically silence unknown calls and mobile providers can add another layer of protection. I have an AT&T mobile protect on my phone. Yeah. Um, and Verizon has those features as well. So that's number three. Number four, do you get alerts from your bank? Many banking apps offer text alerts for transactions when money enters or leaves your account so that you can immediately tell if you're being robbed. I have that uh, on mine. Ask if your family members need help navigate, uh, navigating their mobile banking apps to set this up. But you shouldn't re solely rely on text messages for security. Scammers can send phishing text posing as bank as a bank to steal personal and financial information. For instance... So, so remind your relatives to not click any text message links that seemingly come from banks and to not share sensitive information with someone they are calling or texting from a bank. Boy, this is, that's a tough one. And they're, they're also coming from Social Security now. Yeah, because I get so many FBI, Social Security, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, Facebook, anyway. Okay, instead, what happens is if 
Okay, but you shouldn't rely solely on text messages for security. Scammers can send phishing text, pose as a bank to steal personal and financial information, for instance. So remind, I'm repeating this now. So remind your relatives to not click any text message links that seemingly come from banks and to not share sensitive information with someone that says they are calling and texting from a bank. This is the important part. Everybody listen to this. Instead, instruct them to call the number on the back of their card mm -hmm. if they have questions. So, Sandy, 1 o'clock in the morning, I got up to pee, and there was a text message from American Express. There was a $0.10 cent charge, $0.10 cent charge, and a $3,000 charge on Tracy's credit card. Ah, great. Okay? So what I did was I went in the bathroom, and I called the number on the back of the credit card. It was American Express. They picked up the scam before I even called, and they stopped. None of those charges went through. Yeah, they're pretty good. They canceled her card right at that minute, and they FedExed the card. We got it two days later. because. But I have that turned on on my phone. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Me too, yeah. Yeah. Now, the good thing for me is my parents, both of their phones are flip phones. Oh, good. Okay. They're not That's getting cool. any yeah. of this. Yeah. Okay? They're not getting any of this. So, But you have to make yourself the firewall for online activity. Okay, you have to. I recommend as they get older. I don't know how those oh, anybody out there whose parents have one of those uh, AARP phones, the jitterbug or something like that. Yeah. If there's safety, he only he doesn't mention that in this article. If there's safety stuff built into that and anti scam stuff, I'd like to know about it because maybe report about it and maybe I'll get one of them from my parents. I don't know okay? if there is. I don't know, but they sell that. They you know AARP is always always pitching. The jitterbug phone. So let's see. All right, next. Number five, have you added a trusted backup contact? Oh, boy, is this a tricky one. Find out if your relatives have named people to help them access access their online accounts if they forget their password. You don't have to know their password, and security experts say it is often best that you don't because shared passwords carry more risks than private ones. With Apple Recovery Contacts, for instance, you can help validate your parents' or grandparents' identities to regain access to their phone, iPhone and iCloud accounts. When they are locked out, they can follow these steps on their device uh, to share on-screen instructions with a recovery contact. that the, allow, the contact will get a six-digit code that will unlock the device and let them reset their Apple ID password. I had no idea about that. Yeah, I didn't either. For Google accounts, people can add your email uh, address as a backup recovery option. If they get locked out of their Gmail account, they can have Google send you a ver verification code. Give them the code, and they can reset their passwords. Boy, that's, that's really interesting. I'm good. Before we go into number six, this was in the Wall Street Journal, and it's called Eight Questions to Ask Your Aging Parents and Yourself to Keep Their Phone Safe from Hackers. And it was written by Dalvin, D-A-L-V-I-N, Brown, on December 6th. So you guys should look this up, and you should uh, it'll probably be, be, won't be behind the firewall by the time you read it. And uh, you should have this, and you should really read this. Uh, this should be for your, your children as well as uh, adults in the family, and maybe your spouse as well. Uh, do you track your passwords, number six? Keeping up with passwords can be a challenge for people of all ages. For some, pencil and paper, paper records uh, stored somewhere safe can be the best option, but password managers can also help. I have a pad, Sandy, on the top shelf of my safe at home that is my password manager. Oh. Reputable digital password managers can be simple to set up 
and users Apple's iCloud keychain for iOS and Google's password manager for Android offer free built-in options that store your passwords and sometimes other information such as addresses and credit cards. Both work in apps and web browsers. So Scott has me set up with iCloud keychain here. I have like seven devices. And I can download an app on my phone and I can log in anywhere with the keychain. And some of it has two-factor authentication. So it's fine. Uh, he writes in this article, Dalvin, third-party password managers are solid options too, with many offering additional features such as support across multiple operating systems. You have to remember only one password, the one for the password manager itself. Then when logging into a website, the password manager automatically fills in your credentials, similar to the Apple and Google option. Well, that third party sounds really good. Just ladies and gentlemen, the third-party password manager, password, password1, password123, admin, admin1, <laughs> your dog's name, the town you live in, the high school you graduated from should not be that password for that password manager. I'm sure those third-party managers will have suggestions. So now you only have one password you have to remember. And if you have an aging parent that, you know, is starting to forget a little bit, you'll know that password too. So if mom calls up and says, I tried to log on, I couldn't, you could go over and log them on, right? Yeah. So something to think about. All right, number seven from Dalvin. What to do, what do you want to happen to your tech when you die? Oh, we never really talk about this, and this is something we really should talk about. No one wants to think about their loved ones dying, let alone themselves. But it is smart for them to have a plan uh, about that will happen with, with, to their various accounts and devices. So Apple's legacy contacts gain access to photos, contacts, documents, notes, and more, all of which would be inaccessible without knowing the relative's iCloud password. I don't even. I never even knew about legacy contact. Did you? No, I didn't either. Me either. So all our digital photos disappear with us. Oh, wow. Okay. Google offers an inactive account manager, which will notify designated contacts if an account hasn't been used for a set period ranging from 3 to 18 months. I didn't know that either. Facebook's memorialization settings let users choose someone to look after their profile when they die. The designated custodian can't log into the account directly, but re can request that it be either memorialized or deleted. That's an interesting one, too. Hopefully, Facebook will be out of business soon, so uh, we won't have to worry about that. <laughs> but uh, this is all good stuff here. And I read this article like 10 times, and that's why I wanted to take the time to read this to all of you. I'm going to get into number eight now. Sandy, you would agree there's some really good stuff in there's here? some really great stuff in there. Yeah. I mean, I have some good stuff in my book, but I, didn't, I, don't, have, I don't have this depth. This Dalvin Brown, he, he killed it. Uh, great job. So number eight, does anything concern you? To make sure you haven't missed anything, it's helpful to find out if there are concerns that your relatives have but never mentioned. After all, scammers are evasive and find new ways to deploy dirty tricks. Ask your family members if they have come across any messages or social media, shopped on new websites, or gotten phone calls asking for their banking information that made them feel uncomfortable. Find out if they're noticing new types of offers in their emails or anything concerning. 
it can be a positive thing to reinforce things that they've been skeptical about. So interesting, interesting article. And, you know, it's kind of up to us. It's, it's, it's hard. Listen, I don't have a recollection of when I've been in my parents' house uh, while my mother's online. You know, she has her Facebook account and she yeah, has her friends. Right. And I, don't, I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what my mother does online. I don't, it's, it's not like, I feel like it's a violation of privacy. But my mother is still, she has all of her faculties and stuff. But again, they both have flip phones. But again, my mother could be susceptible to a phishing, you know, sure, campaign absolutely. through sure. email. Yeah, they there's, just, there's just so much that could happen. So uh, it's interesting, you know, uh, but all of those eight items that Dalvin went through there, I can't implore how important it seems to be. You know, making sure when you go over your parents' house, say, Ma, can I use your computer for a minute? Might be a good time to upgrade all their software on their apps. Maybe, Ma, can I borrow your phone a minute if they have an iPhone? You know, put it on automatic where apps downloads automatically and where system software, you know, operating software uh, operate automatically. I don't know, Scott. Does can you program all of that to be automatic, Scott Schneier? When you listen to the show um, this week, please. I just think it's very, very important that we um, we we all understand um, that we have to constantly be try to stay one step ahead of these hackers. And uh, my last learning thing I want to talk about is uh, these are the things that that really bother me. But um, in New Jersey. A uh, student brought a loaded gun to school, Weekwake High School, which is in Newark, Newark Pipley Safety School. A high school student brought a loaded gun to school, and uh, the gun uh, was gotten from his parents' house. Ugh. And, uh, you know, optics, optics, optics. So many people come into the gun store and buy gun safes, and when I stop, I thank them. Some of them say, I read it in your book. Some say, I heard it on your show. Some don't even know who I am. And I show them how the cable works, and I talk about the importance of keeping it. I say, you spent $1,000 on your gun and your ammo and this, and now you're only spending $40, $50, $80, you know, uh, on, on locking your gun up. This is the way to go. It's TSA approved, whatever, whatever. We, we can't have this, especially now with the, with the whole carry permit being attacked. And, you know, Murphy, the goal is to get this signed before 1231. Uh, otherwise, it starts all over again in January. So believe me, this, the Senate and the Assembly, they will make time. It's a super majority of Marxists, and uh, they all report to Murphy. All the Democrats, all the Marxists in Trenton have no soul. Anybody who listens to the show that voted for any of the Democrats in New Jersey, just so you know, you have no legislative representation in Trenton. All you have is an executive running the state like a fiefdom. Yeah. Okay. I knight thee, king of the buck teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what we have here. They have no backbone, ladies and gentlemen, that were elected in New Jersey. Fought for our votes, got it, and decided, what do you want us to do, Phil? What do you want us to do, Governor? We yeah. shall do it. My Lord, what is your bidding today? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty And much. we're all going to get cabinet positions. We're all going to get federal no-show jobs with lifetime pensions on top of our state lifetime pensions, on top of our county lifetime pension, on top of our town lifetime pension. Yeah, the, the New Jersey, the land of the quadruple dipping. 
Yes. J Factor is overloaded. Code word is I donated to CNJFO. See you Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Assemblyman Brian Bergen is coming in. Assemblyman Auth, we're doing a Bullets and Bagels in January. They will all be on the show, and any senators that support us will be here for meet and greets and on the show. Unity and activism is key, regardless of what the losers say. Keep fighting. Thank you all. Sandy Guiding Reigns walks it out the door. If you are a veteran or know a veteran or like veterans or want to be a veteran, I would implore you to please help us with a project. Uh, Guiding Reigns, G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S dot org. Uh, It is a program for veterans who are suffering from PTSD or strokes or any type of physical or uh, emotional issue. They use horses for equine therapy. It is extremely effective and has had their budget cut to the bone by the Biden administration, a.k.a. Mr. Cantaloupe. And we would please ask you, if you are doing any giving this year to any charitable organizations, they are a 501c3 organization, so uh, take that for what it is. You can uh, donate through their website. We would ask you $5, $10, or if you've got a big uh, amount that you need to get rid of at the end of the year, we would ask you, please help us help them. We love you guys. Looks like the clock on the wall does say it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Catholic media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmos, Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, available wherever great books are sold and at the bookstore gun store. Gun range called Gun for Hire, where you can even get him to sign the book if he's available and have an extra $20 in your pocket you could bribe him with. We love you guys from the beautiful foothills of the Carolinas and the shadows of the New York City skyline. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. And I'm going to Carolina.